this weekend, my parents were mm-hmm. in Venice, um, which mm-hmm. was lovely for them. Uh, yeah. So I had Simba. Well, me and my sister had Simba. Oh. So we sort of took it in turns. But then yesterday I went, I like went over to my parents' house and like looked after Simba and like did his little routine. And they stayed the night. And like, firstly, not that Percy isn't affectionate in her way, but mm-hmm. there is like nothing like the way a dog greets you first thing in the morning. Ugh, like, yeah. Just the joy that they get another day with you is immediate. So like it, it, it's just a good day, and immediately when, yeah. it, when when someone greets you like that. So that was really exciting. Um, escapades that he got up to over the weekend are uh, so he has stopped barking at his own reflection, but he has started barking at birds, which is kind of as inconvenient because. <laughs> Birds are gonna bird. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're just there. Like, yes. We can't do anything about them. Like at least with the reflection thing, we could like you know kind of obscure it. Yeah. But we really can't do anything about birds flying by. So <laughs> it's just he barks at the birds as they fly. Um. <sighs> he other things he did. Um. He now knows like the names of his toys, which is really cool <gasps> I love to see. That. Yes. Like developing. So if you say, like, get your ball, mm-hmm. he gets his ball. If you say, get your bone, he gets his bone. If you uh-huh. say, get your teddy, he gets his teddy. Yeah. It's really cute. It's so cute. Um, he did try to eat my engagement ring. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, like, lowering my voice because Michael's in the next room and I haven't told him. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Simba, as I learned listening to Can I Pet Your Dog, uh, altitude is attitude. Yeah. And Simba has a bit of an attitude problem sometimes. And so he does like to try and climb things. Mm-hmm. And he's worked out basically how to parkour from like the, the, the sofa to the back of the sofa to the island in mm-hmm. the kitchen. Like, so, and I didn't realize that he could do this so effectively. Um, and my engagement ring was in its box in the, in the middle of the island because I'd taken it off to do the washing up. Mm-hmm. And I like turn my back for two seconds and I turn around and the box is gone and I'm like, no. And I see him and he's got like, the lid is off the box. The ring is still in the box in his mouth. So his, no. he's got in his mouth the side of the box with the ring in it. And oh. I'm just like having images of like, either him, cho- I like, I, I was like, I actually don't know what's worse. Him choking and that being a situation or him just swallowing it with ease yeah. and me having to... I don't know, wait for him to poop it out. Like, like, so, and I, I like, I pounced on that dog. (laughs) And it was like, he was like growling at me. um, Because he started doing that, like, when you try and take someone's Mm -hmm. mouth, he kind of gives you a little growl. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I will lose a finger for this this ring. Like, I will, I will lose (laughs) my hand if I have to. Um, So I got it out eventually. And then I just put it on. And I was like, you and me nearly. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so stressful. Um, but then after that, we went for a walk and went to the park and we had a lovely time. Yeah. And I just, there's literally like, no, I went with a podcast and I ended up just pausing the podcast. I was like watching him run around with these other dogs in the park. Yeah. There's just something about it that just fills my heart with joy. It's so he gets nice. this big grin on his face and his ears flat back. Oh. 
it's just so wholesome. So yeah, yeah. I had a really nice weekend with Simba. That's so cool. Um, and then when we got back from the park, my parents were home and he like lost, lost his mind when he saw my, it's really like how obsessed he is with my mum is really cute. He loves everyone else, but he is, yeah, like obsessed with my mum. Like if you're ever in a room with him and my mum, mm-hmm. you just watch his little face following her Aww. around the room. Like you're just constantly staring at her, watch, watching what she's going to do so next. cute. It's really sweet. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so sweet. And like, so, it's, it's, it's a lot of pressure because, you know, I think Crumb, Crumb follows me around constantly. Like he's definitely mm-hmm. that, you know, we have that kind of relationship. Um, there's a little bit of pressure to it, though. You are like, oh, my God, you are so obsessed with me that I, I do yeah. worry about you a little bit. Like, <laughs> Yeah, totally. Simba is so like my mom is his reason for being yeah. he loves her so much and like Simba like he's cuddly and he's affectionate but he's like wriggly like he likes to be about doing uh-huh. things but my mom is the only person that he will like get in her lap yeah. lie on her looking lovingly up at her and just won't move for hours Oh, you know everyone else will give you a cuddle and then he'll go, go about his business yeah. but with my mum he is so content just to be in her arms oh. all afternoon and it's so cute <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's, he's so funny. He's just, he's so funny. So I do like, I like that I have the option of a Percy personality and Simba. Yeah. Because they're both good company in different ways. Definitely. Yeah. You know, um, but and like Percy will sometimes like, particularly when it's just me and her. And if it's been just me and her for a couple of days, like Michael's away or something, Mm -hmm. if I go into a different room There'll be a few minutes and then she'll kind of come after me just to be like, are you? Okay, cool. Just, I was just yeah. like, I don't need to know where you are. I'm just checking you're still here. You know? We're both strong, just, independent women. I just want to check. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to check in with you, you know? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I think that like anyone that doesn't have a dog should borrow one for a couple of days. Yeah. I think it just does one for Honestly, your, it's a great idea. The dopamine. Yeah, like, they are. That kind of excitement is so sweet. Especially a, a like, a short spurt like that because then you yeah. like even the 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 like bad things that that happen are still kind of like well that was silly like yeah the dog was being a goof whereas like yeah. when they're around you constantly and and uh you know peeing in places they shouldn't and sabotaging you uh yeah. they do sometimes yeah. you're like all right the dopamine is wearing off a little bud but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like with percy the dopamine definitely will wear off yeah. and i'll be like you are so annoying today. Yes. Um, but with Simba, I never get that because I see him like, you know, not just, I'm not with him yeah. all the time. Yeah. So, I and it that. just means he's always so happy to see me. He always greets me like he, th- he thought I was never going to return. Oh. Like the joy. <laughs> yeah. It's just so sweet. Um, so that's been my weekend. How, uh, how, are, how are your, how's your pack? They're okay. We actually have some, um, well, it's fine. Uh, Crumb, I think, hurt his back, or I think mm. we have a vet appointment on Wednesday, so we're gonna see. But he, mm. the other night, I woke up and he was just kind of crying, and I was like, "What's what's going on?" And I was like, "Do you need to go outside?" And I was trying to figure it out. Um, but he, in his like doggy DNA thing, when we got the health thing, um, it did say he's like high risk for IVDD, which is like a disc thing in your back that can happen to particularly dogs with as we talked about uh short stubby legs and uh lot big torsos basically mm-hmm. um so i have a feeling it's that and hopefully it is just like the 
the type one, which they think it is, which is just like, I think it'll just mean like he's got to be on like crate rest. And like, unfortunately, we have stairs in our house. So I think that's going to be the main thing of like, might have to be carrying him up and down the stairs every time now. Um, so he doesn't hurt yeah. his little dog back. That is bad. Yeah. But he's, he seems to be doing yeah. better already. So just mm. keeping an eye on him. It's yeah, so funny that like my only four-year-old dog who like everyone thinks is really old also now has back problems like an old dog i was like come on man you're I actually was a say, baby like, i was gonna say like crumb is getting more and more like like old person yeah. seeming like he seems like a pensioner you know yeah. <laughs> like he has like, like energy now because <laughs> he's walking really slow right now and it's like you look 400 years old dude come on <laughs> do you ever do like crumbs voice in your head oh you, con- yeah you, like how do you think he sounds um oh god it's so hard really when i try and do it i can't think of it but basically uh he's very like oh is that is that cheese i i'll, I'll have some of the cheese uh, is that <laughs> okay uh, i uh, he says actually a lot in my mind like he's constantly correcting yeah. people so yeah, in my mind he's yeah. constantly like oh actually i am allowed to have some of that uh and yeah constantly doing that i totally see i totally see that there's something about crumb that speaks to the slightly pedantic professor <laughs> yes exactly know? yeah yeah for sure yes and especially because he's really into the, the the rules and things like that he's like oh, you're not supposed to be doing that uh, I heard them tell you you're not supposed to do that and you're still doing it and you're going to get in trouble. Uh, <laughs> so. Crum, Crum and Cricket together remind me of like Garfield and Odie. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, like obviously Crum is Garfield. Yes. Who is like, you know, give me the lasagna. Mm-hmm. Don't talk back. Yes. It's just, it's just, everyone just take it easy. Yeah. Just take it easy. Yeah. Oh, another Monday. Okay. Yeah. You know, and then Cricket is just like... <laughs> Just a spaz. He's just like a bit like cricket. Crickets. I in my head, cricket has like um, a handful of words that he knows. Definitely, and those words are like crumb, yep. bone. Yeah. Um, his own like his chicken. own name sometimes. Yeah, like it's so yeah. few. <laughs> yeah. It's and that's it. And his, and his brain is just going like crumb, bone, chicken, yeah. mom, dad, crumb, bone, yes. like that. <laughs> Which is like I don't, I don't know if I've explained when we have. People over, like, if if we have a guest and they go to the bathroom and they come back out, he's like, who is that? And goes full, like, panic mode on them. And it's like, bud, you got to remember that there was someone here just a moment ago. They went in that room. Oh. Uh, so you it's brain, like, like Dorian finding Nemo. Yeah, he like, just <laughs> he's also did you watch wild thornberries growing up i don't know if we've talked about this yes i did I lo- oh my god it's donnie what and darwin a- oh my that's so weird i literally haven't thought about that show in years and now i've just remembered it it was so good it was so good because there's the little I thing of like that's donnie uh we found him and that's darwin or, or no that's donnie he found us like the the, the comparison is perfect because literally Crumb, crumb I found in Cricket just showed up and it's very funny that they both work. Yeah. Is Darwin the monkey? Yeah, I think so. And then Donnie is the little... The little... Brother that isn't a brother. Yes, yes. Yeah, the like feral child. <laughs> yes. Basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. I completely forgot that show existed. It's so good. And the older sister who's just a moody teen. I love her. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and nostalgia watch mm-hmm. Wild Thornberries. 
Do you know what I was nostalgia watching recently, actually? Just completely off the subject of mm. animals, but because we're talking about it. Yeah. Did you ever watch As Told by Ginger? Oh, yeah. Oh, so, so good. good. <laughs> so good. So good. So I was nostalgia watching that recently. I was like, <sighs> this is so good. <laughs> like, this still holds up. Oh, yeah. You know? it, yeah. The, also, it had such a funny, unique style of animation. Like, the drawing, mm. it's their, the, the character design is so weird like weird it is i don't know any other shows that look like that it's just like everything's so round and chunky like yeah i love it yeah it's really fun there was that 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 was actually like a sweet spot for me of like television Mm -hmm. when and actually yeah these actually are all all american i think like it was like as told by ginger the wild thornberries arthur oh yeah mona the vampire did you ever watch mona the vampire yeah i forgot about it though loved mona the vampire so good that particular, like, th- those were all my, like, after school specials. Mm-hmm. That's what I would watch, like, after school every day. And, um, with, like, they all had, yeah, like, quirky, kooky animation styles and, like, really fun kind of plot points. And, yeah. Yeah. What a cool, it was cool. Like, moment in children's television. Like, they did good then. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, speaking of children's television, but there's no, there's not a segue to this. Uh, but I'm really excited because. Well, you know what? There's there's sloths in Ice Age. Um, uh, yeah, I I did a bunch of research about sloths for this episode. Uh, I'm so excited. Yeah, and we I also how did we how did why did we decide to do sloths? Did we just say to each other, "Hey, remember sloths"? I you know <laughs> yeah. what it was <laughs> kind of. I think I read like one thing about them. And then it was that thing of like, oh, I guess we could mention that. But then I was like, there's, we, I can't, this is a whole episode. There's way yeah. too much interesting stuff. They're fascinating. So. Okay, awesome. Um, I'll get into that in a minute. And we also have a Ready, Pet, Go from Aaron. So we'll do that later. Okay, are you ready for me to just info dump everything I learned about sloths onto you? Uh, I'm so ready. I'm so excited. <laughs> Um, so the, 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 the fact that I learned that got me into this was, um, that, uh, two-toed and three-toed sloths, the two types of sloths, uh, are examples of convergent evolution, which we talked about before, (gasps) which is it, they're not like fully like they, they do share a common ancestor, but it's really far away. They're not just like different types of sloths. Do you know what I mean? They're not like two breeds of sloth. They are full, like different animals basically that evolved really yeah isn't that weird that's wild yeah so um like that alone i was like what what do you mean because they're also they're both from they they both live in central and south america um Mm. so it's also weird it's not like the type of convergent evolution that happens where it's like oh they are from different parts of the world but they um because of the climate or whatever evolved very similarly it's like they're from the same part of the world they have a a common ancestor but they're actually not like they don't breed they're different wow yeah um and so the also to to know the difference um the two-toed and the three-toed the the toes actually refer to their um their front front legs their front limbs um so they both have three toes on their back legs but the two-toed only have two on their their four limbs four i want to say paws but (laughs) um (laughs) so that is very cool um and the distant relationship between the two modern sloths um are grouped under chalopius um and three toed species are the bradipus 
Um, so this is from, I was reading a National Geographic article and it says um, exactly when two and three toads last, share, last shared a common ancestor isn't clear, but on the basis of their relationships, both lineages probably go back to a species which trundled along on the ground. This is consistent with what is known from the fossil record. So far, no one has found an extinct sloth which moved upside down through the canopy like modern species do. So that ancestor is so far away, like they weren't the types of sloths we see today. Um, and they think the closest fossil kin to them is the Megalonyx, which this is partially why I ended up, I was reading about sloths for like over an hour last night because the Megalonyx was discovered by Thomas Jefferson, like what? U.S. What? president. Thomas Jefferson, like? Yes. Like, oh, I was going to go like Hamilton. Oh. I mean, yeah, though. Yeah, uh, like the same guy. Same guy. Just, you know, <laughs> that's my historical source. Um, he discovered, was he so, a alien? Project? Okay, so, exactly. So here it says, in 1796, uh, Colonel John Stewart sent Thomas Jefferson, shortly before he took office as vice pre president of the United States, some fossil bones, a femur fragment, an ulna, a radius, and foot bones, including three large claws which like sloths are known for their large claws. Um, and he sent them to these and Jefferson wrote a paper about it. He compared them to a lion basically. And he called it the megalonyx, which translates to giant claw. Um, mm. But he was like, he said, because he wasn't sure, but he was like, let us only say what we may safely say that he was more than three times as large as a lion. Like this, he just knew that this was a huge creature. So this was a giant sloth, basically. Um, wow. Wait, sloth three times the size of a lion. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So this is also what that I was going to... That is like, a big sloth. Yes. <laughs> giant sloths were, are also just fascinating. And, like, I just can't get over it. Like, what do you mean? I don't know. Just the idea of a now president also just being, like, super into archaeology doesn't yeah, 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 compute. Yeah. It doesn't compute, does it, it? It's so weird. Yeah. Um... It feels like back then they were just like, this guy's really smart. I think he could also be president as opposed to now it's like a whole job. <laughs> like, you know I mean? like, I do kind of want a president that's the kind of guy that you could just send some bones to and be like, do you know anything about this? But and, and he's like, actually, yes, I do. Yeah, it like wrote a paper about it. Like, and yeah. even the paper now like still holds up. It started a bunch of other like paleontology research in the U.S. Like, oh. I was just like, what is happening? Anyway, so side history tangent, but I think it's interesting. Um, mm. So before I talk about modern sloths, though, I do need to talk about the giant sloths because. Yeah, please. Yeah. OK, so my, like modern sloths are around the size of a dog. Ancient sloths, um, known as megatherium, um, could grow as large as an Asian elephant. <gasps> they they were huge. Do, do you know something? Right, <laughs> this is a common thread with like with like prehistoric yeah stuff. Yeah, everything is massive, yes. Alexis. Everything is so damn big. Yeah, Simba and I were watching Prehistoric World. Is that what it's called? The David Attenborough one. Yeah, or uh, yeah. Um, yeah, we were watching that yesterday and I was just like, they're everything is enormous. All of these creatures and Attenborough was just constantly like, 
this is the biggest reptile to have ever existed. <laughs> this is the biggest flying species to ever yeah. have existed. It's just all these giants existing at one time. Yeah. It's well, wild okay. to think about. Here, are you ready for, for more that blew my mind, though? Is that Please. these weren't just like, uh, you know, Jurassic period creatures. Humans and giant sloths interacted. We hunted them to Whoa. extinction. And I think also climate change also caused them to, to die out in some areas. But they, are, they found all these... How did... How? <laughs> I don't. I mean, I guess they were like a great, you know, a giant source of of nutrients because I think even then they weren't really predators. They were pretty gentle creatures, which just makes it even sadder. It's really um, sad. But we, there's like Lots of humans have just been. We've from yes, day one basically. Exactly. Um, so it's really <laughs> sad, but also like I don't know. It's that thing where I was like, yeah, okay, I can picture a giant sloth walking around with dinosaurs, and I was like, well, no, they were walking around with us, like. They, said they became Wild. extinct 10,000 years ago. Um, but we've... That's really recent. Yes. Yeah. 10,000 years? 10,000 years ago. 10,000 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really trying... This is so weird. I know. Like, I know. So you're saying that's really recent. Yeah. Because... For, for context, where they, so they were in South America. Humans arrived in South America around 14,500 years ago. So there's a full... So what are we What are we talking? What kind of human civilization are we talking right now? Oh, that's a good question. I'm looking, I'm looking, yeah, what yeah. year was it? Oh God, there's so much of history that we just don't I know, know about. Right? This is the thing that I can't even... Like the period of history for writing yeah. is just like <gasps> wild to think yeah. about. So we are talking about like Neolithic period humans using s small tools and things. Yeah, yeah. We weren't, yeah, we're not talking like uh, same time as like Nefertiti Jesus. hadn't like taken over yet, but. <laughs> no, but I mean, but like what I can't, fa like, but that would, it, that would almost make more sense because yeah. it's like, you know, the Egyptians built the pyramids. Yeah, I yeah. can see how they could fell a giant sloth. Right, yeah. How are the humans that are using teeny tiny tool things? Yeah. And like just developing an understanding of like agriculture. Yeah, yeah. How are they? I mean, I think we're talking like they are like making spears for the first time and like doing that kind and of and using them hunting. to kill the yeah, giant sloths. Yeah. Like and it, like it's sad, but it also kind of makes sense that they were they were an easy uh, target. Target yeah. and like per, like because they were huge, food. there was like food. There, I'm sure that your pelts were really helpful for like those like warm so. Sure. It's sad that they're gone. They're gone, like, as if, I don't know. It's so funny because it's still so long ago. Like, I don't, we don't yeah. know. Um, but yeah, they found um, a site with both human and giant sloth remains together. So it's like we, you know, cohabitated for a period of time, which is just blows my mind. <laughs> yeah, mental. Yeah. So anyway, that's their big common ancestor. Today, I'll, I'll we're jumping ahead now. Um they're still found in Central and South America. Um, mm. And the two-toed are bigger and faster than the three-toed sloths. Um, but when we say faster, it's like by a comical margin. They are still as slow as, as they are depicted in cartoons. They are so funny to watch <laughs> because it is like, whoa, you, you really, you're not, you've got no hustle. They, they, <laughs> they don't believe in hustle culture. <laughs> I love it. They're not about the the, the rise and no, grind. No, they are uh, about the the rise and kind of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, they, the rising kind they, of, they, I love uh, it. I'll, I'll stay here. They live to be <laughs> 25 to 30 years in age, which surprised me. I don't know how old I thought they'd get to be, but I was like, 30-year-old sloth is impressive. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think this is kind of commonly known, but I do love thinking about it, is that they, um, they move slow, slowly, that algae grows on them. So that's why they look greenish. They're, I did not know yeah, that. So they, yeah, they have like a greenish hue because al- they have like a symbiotic relationship with algae because it, it provides really good like camouflage for them from predators. They just look like a tree because at a certain point they're kind they're honestly more like feel closer to a plant than an animal even though I was gonna, you know? yeah for sure and they've got really low heart rates anyway don't they yes. so they're basically yeah. they're just like <laughs> barely they barely count as a ma- like as a mammal <laughs> i think they're closer to just like part of the jungle um yeah. <laughs> it makes me think of like you know in parts of the caribbean when they're like part of the crew, part of the yes. ship. Like that's yes. sloths in the forest. It's so funny because that's a quote that I say all the time. So it's very funny Is to it? bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> like any kind of uh, like task around the house. Like if I'm just mopping the floor and like Grant comes in, I'll go part of the crew, part of the ship. It doesn't have to make sense. But it's just a thing I say a lot. <laughs> anyway. That was so funny. Um, but yeah, so yeah, sloths so in the forest, man. Part, yes. Um, and also... Three-toed are diurnal, like us, which means that they are awake in the day and sleep during the night, which is a word that I did know, but I have to say, like, I was like, it's weird that we say nocturnal all the time, but rarely say diurnal, because I had to double check that. I was like, that's what we are, right? Huh. Okay. (laughs) Um, But, and then two-toed are nocturnal, which is another difference in the, yeah. That's very different. Right? As well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I also learned both kinds of sloth are very good swimmers. Like they're actually can move pretty fast in water, but extremely. That was going to be my question. Really? Like, are yeah. they not moving so slowly that they just sink? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think because they have those huge, like they're known, they have those huge claws that they hang off of um, branches with. And I think that translates underwater to being really good little paddles. So they're decent <sighs> swimmers. Um, and they have really interesting, like in, in more of them being like plants, they're like, uh, their biology and their guts are really interesting, uh, for lack of a better word. Um, so they, uh, the abdominal organs uh, close to their diaphragm, like their uh, stomach, liver, and kidneys, are attached to the lo- lower ribs. Uh, so they're not like loose like ours are. So they don't squish their lungs, which is why they can hang upside down. Um, because if, say, like if humans tried to lay upside down, our, our organs would start to compress and we wouldn't be able to breathe. Like, I don't also, why would we be hanging upside down to live? But like they evolved this way so that their, their organs don't crush their lungs, which I just, wow. yeah. Um, also though, <laughs> they, they eat like a couple leaves and that lasts them like a week. Like they don't, they barely eat. Their whole body is designed for energy conservation. So like, mm. that's why they started hanging because they realized like walking up over the canopy is exhausting. If we just hang, we don't have to do anything. We could just hang here and it's way chiller. So they are like, their bodies are just designed to just like, we can run off of three leaves and not move and we'll live to be 30 years old. <laughs> like, Wow. Um, that is very efficient. Right? Um, and also... Uh, so they live high up in the canopy, but they descend once a week to defecate on the first floor. They're actually very clean. They don't like to... Once a week? Yeah. 
So in like during that week long interval, they're sorry, this is gross, but it's fascinating to me. Their feces and urine accumulate to about a third of their total body mass. <gasps> so, oh my god! Yeah. Oh, it's wrong. It's not a week. It takes a month for a single leaf to pass through their their four chambered stomach. So it's yeah, a it's a month. month. It's a they, they digest a, a leaf for a month. So they'll eat and then they won't get hungry for like another four weeks. Yes. Basically. Yeah. And they just store it's it all. Incredible, right? I'm, I'm hungry like every four hours at least. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if I could eat a single spinach leaf and then be like, I'm good. Yeah. Well, but you would also have to compensate for that by like sleeping 15 hours. Yeah. That sounds great. That sounds great, <laughs> isn't it? Yes. Like, they, they're on to something. I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's yeah, anything. How much do they sleep? They're, but they're like us just at night. Or they're like, they're. Really? Yeah. They they spend most of their day oh, just yeah. kind of slowly moving. <laughs> so they're awake, but they're just awake, not doing a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm, that does sound good, you know. Yeah, there's head empty, belly about full. About that sloth lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think those are the main things, and oh, I mean, also the obvious things, which is that like they are so friggin' cute. Uh, yeah. Like, because they do have that face structure that looks like they're constantly smiling. So I think there's yeah. also that, that they are just hanging, living this chill life and seem really happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're just like. Yeah, they do seem kind of stoned. Yes. Don't they always. Yes. They're like really slow and smiley, like, you know, yeah. I just chill dudes. Yeah. And I was thinking like, it is cool that, you know, thinking about like the tortoise and the hare um, in a long, like a larger scale in terms of ev- evolution, this is like the tortoise winning. Like this is the <laughs> <laughs> this real slow guy was just figured out that he's like, actually, yeah, sure. You can jump around, but like people catch you. If you just stay totally still, you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Eat one leaf. One, two, yeah. You know, you lions and you cheetahs <sighs> and you whatever running about <laughs> trying to catch things. Yeah starving Ugh, they're working so hard for what you can just hang <laughs> are they quite social or are they normally like in on their own they're solitary or? they are um let's see if i'm correct i i know that they have many lovers <laughs> love that for them <laughs> i did i do remember hearing on a again our friend david attenborough mm-hmm. Who's my like holy grail guest, by the way. We will get him one oh day. Oh my god, yeah. I'm determined. I'm determined. Mm. But I remember him saying that sloths are one of the few creatures where like their young don't just like skedaddle yeah. after. Yeah. Like they 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 all stay near each other or something, you know, they and they still like chat. <laughs> <laughs> so like the... they call each other across the forest. Right. They're whatever, like, hey, they? yeah. Um like, hey mom, I'm I'm just here I'm in my, here. my first apartment. <laughs> Okay, good. I'm on this Hope tree okay. now. Okay. <laughs> I'm still on the same tree. Didn't I like this one? Uh, yeah, it says sloths are solitary animals that rarely interact with one another except for breeding, breeding season. Um, though female sloths do sometimes congregate more so than males, which I, we know. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, the newborns stay with their mother for about five months, which is long for for animals like that you know so often it's like yeah. you know the um precocious like horses and things like that that just like pop out and they're like all right i'm ready to walk let's go yeah. <laughs> um so they they hang around for a while and then they kind of you know they move on to their tree which truly i think they stay they don't go far like 
No. Well, yeah. if you're only moving a little bit a day, <laughs> then <laughs> where are you going to go? Yeah. Um, sad, sad thing that I learned that just, you know, humans still kind of getting in the way is that like majority of recorded deaths, uh, like other than just natural deaths are poachers still and them getting, uh, touching electrical lines. Like sloths so don't know. And then they go and they just, I was like, no. That's so sad. The poachers no. are like, who the F is I poaching know, sloths? Right? I, what kind of bad vibes are you attracting into your life if you're going to poach a sloth? You're going to get some bad karma if yeah. you're out there killing sloths. It's, like, it's 2023. We're done with poaching. I don't, nobody Aren't likes we? that. No, no one likes it anymore. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I, I, yeah, no, I, I, I cannot fathom why you would want to poach a sloth. No, like, for like, what? For why? We had we were good. We're good on stuff. We don't need any more. We're anymore. really good on stuff. <laughs> Not fair. Um, um, yeah, we don't need any more stuff. We have all the stuff. <laughs> like, That's our problem. It's we have true. So much stuff. <laughs> what do you want? His claws? Leave him alone. They're his. Yeah, I know. And then obviously climate change is like a big one. Yeah, like, of course. Forest anything. fires and deforestation. Yeah, yeah. Which I I said that like you know, but I hate it, but that's. That's the sad part of doing any sort of animal research is like, that's part of them is like, and here's what's killing them. And it's like, no, yeah. I don't want to hear about that. But I, I do want to know. Those are, I think, the main, my main interesting sloth things. Um, mm. But they are also if not if you're driving, but later when you're home and safe, just just throw on some sloth videos and watch them yeah. do cute things because it's Honestly, really nice. Yeah. Yeah, if you can't get a dog to stay with you for two days, watch some sloth videos. Because <laughs> yes. I'm fairly sure it'll be the same kind of spike in all those happy chemicals. They're so brain. cute. They're, They're so just, cute. I don't, I don't know how to explain what they look like. They don't look like a cat or a dog. They don't look but, like anything else. That's yes. what's so amazing about them. Yeah, they're hard to describe. I'm like looking at them both right now and I'm like, I, what are you? Like, yeah. you're just a sloth. You're you're a unique little guy and you're mostly a plant and I love <laughs> it. And also when you look at the two toed and three toed though, they do look pretty different. Um I'm gonna look this up now. Yeah. Like the the three toed uh, a bit more raccoonish, I would say. Uh and the two toed almost has like pig like qualities. They have like a bigger snout. Um oh, they do look very different. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? I totally see what you mean. Yeah, cocoonish. Yeah, sure. <laughs> they look really. Occasionally, you'll see an animal. Sloths are one of them. Mm -hmm. Where I look, and I'm like, "You've been here a while." Mm -hmm. Like they look. There's something really prehistoric yes. looking about them. Yeah, I get it. Sometimes with lizards, like the big Komodo dragons and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> like "You Whoa. are not new." No, you like, know your way you... around. You're... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I just. I I knew about giant sloths, but like reading about them more, I was like, wow, they were big. Like, this is a whole hunk of guy. Yeah, man. That's my I, uh that's my sloth report. Um, excellent job. Thank you. A star. Ten out of ten. Full <laughs> <laughs> marks, Alexis, on your sloth report. Thank goodness.
I hope they've got the bread bowl. Have you seen the bread bowl at this place? Mm -hmm. Good evening. Welcome to Maximum Fun. Have you been here before? It's her first time. Very good. Might I recommend our special? Oh, please. Can I interest you in the Max Fun Drive? I'm told they're cooking up something quite extraordinary this year. I've heard about this. With limited time thank you gifts for new and upgrading members? That's right. <laughs> we'll take it. How would you like your episodes? Uh, can I get them excellent with new Boko on the side? Yeah. Oh, are there live stream events? Absolutely. You know, if you're interested in events, Meetup Day is returning. What? Oh, you're gonna love Meetup Day. It's the best. Okay, let me make sure I have everything. Max Fun Drive 2023 with limited time thank you gifts, live stream events, meetup day, excellent episodes, and of course, new bonus content. Sounds perfect. Great. We'll get it started and it'll be ready in two weeks, March 20th. Oh, can we also get a couple of waters? Of course. Where am I? On Maximum Fun. What do you want? A podcast miniseries about The Prisoner. Whose side are you on? That would be telling, but okay, I'm on my own side. It's one of my favorite ever TV shows. We want a podcast on it. A Prisoner podcast. You won't get it. By hook or by crook, we will. Who are you? I'm Elliot Kalin. Who is number one? Jesse Thorne. But you are John Hodgman. I am not a prisoner podcaster. I am a free man. <laughs> oh, are you okay? Elliot, are you all right? Okay, I'll watch it. All four episodes of Bee Potting You are out now. So, we have a Ready Pet Go yes. from Erin. <gasps> Great. Do I, sh- I should say it, shouldn't I? Yeah, 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 yeah. Say it. So, Ready Pet Go. Yes. Hi, Alexis and Ella. I have two cats, Poppy and Pepper. He'll be six years old this year, and I adopted them as timid six-month-old kittens. They were part of a feral group of cats and weren't, so- and weren't socialized early. So although they mostly trust me, they hide as soon as other people are around. If my guests are quiet and calm, Poppy and Pepper might grace us with their presence. <laughs> they are usually pretty quiet, but when I cook chicken, Poppy claws at my pant leg and has tried to launch herself onto my back to get the chicken. I give her small pieces, of course. How could I resist? Pepper loves going out on the porch and bringing Poppy and I pine needles and leaves them as gifts, and she meows loudly so that we come and look and we give her lots of praise. They are great company, and I don't know what I'd do without them. Love your podcast, Erin NHUSA. I had to take that for a second time because the first time, <laughs> Persephone heard that I was talking about other cats. It's true. Whose names start with P, and she went... Uh, no. No, I'm right here. No. Um, um wait, what's NH? Where's New that? Hampshire. New Hampshire? Mm-hmm. I thought it might be New Haven. What's New Haven's one? That's in Connecticut. Or is Connecticut. that not a state? Yeah. Is that a, a state? It's a city in Connecticut. Oh, it's a, so mm-hmm. is New Hampshire a state? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting, I didn't know that. Where? Uh, it's like East Coast near Vermont uh, and cool. like Massachusetts and all those. Amazing. Erin, thank you so much for that. Yeah. Um. Big fan of an alliterative naming situation. Yes. You know, like Maud Millie Crumb Cricket. Yes. Like it, deli- it delights me. It delights me. It really does. Yes. Oh, yeah. They're, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I should have said this. Are uh, there pictures? Yes. They were in a different email. Okay. So, I, yes, there are. Um, Amazing. We will upload your pictures. Yes, absolutely. They're very cute. Um, very excited. Also, I love uh, bringing pine needles because I feel like you should save them and, like, I don't know what you do with it, but somehow you could m- make. 
I don't know. If it was me, I for some reason I would keep them in a little thing and be like the little make gifts. them turn yeah. them into art or yeah, something because that's really cute. Yeah, really, especially really instead cute. of bringing like lizard remains or something like that. I was going to say like <laughs> dead animals is normally what people like little cats bring. Yeah. So there's something very like you know very Pinterest about that. Yeah, very Etsy about yes. it. Like you know the, the cat bringing you pine needles. It's, it's very cute. It's like it. a sign to to I don't know. Do something with them. I don't know. I don't have an answer for yeah. you, but you'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm imagining it like, um, you know, those like etcher sketches you have as a kid where you've got the things that like mm-hmm. all the little, what do you call them? You, like the ones that are made up of like little teeny little metal shards and you would make pictures of them. Oh, you know what I mean, um, like, could you make a picture like that out of loads of pine needles? Like you put the needles in a creative thing and you put it on a canvas mm-hmm. and you stick all the pine needles down. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that. Also, you could do the ones that, um, the ones that you like carve away and see the color underneath. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You could do one of those, but okay, here's, here's my pitch for your, uh, art project that we've assigned you. Um, yeah. you do that. You do the, the bottom layer in a color then you layer the canvas in uh, the pine needles and then you paint over those and then you meticulously and this is an annoying thing to have to do but pe- pull all the pine needles out so then they reveal the color beneath but it's all from the pine needles that have been left oh behind. that's so cool it could be cool that would look amazing look yeah cool. you've got loads of options you have a lot of there, things you don't Aaron, have to do so that go 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 get creative i'll <laughs> say homework now aren't we that's very yeah. bold of us <laughs> also you don't have to do any of this i just got excited <laughs> um if you have a ready pet go uh you can uh send it to us to our email uh comfort creatures at maximumfun.org um you can write it out or you can record your voice um and send us that however you like prefer to do it and we will play it on the show yeah we are also um loving our discord chat so please come and find us over there for the memes and the pictures and the general good vibes Mm -hmm. yeah we are on instagram at comfort creatures podcast um uh, which is kind of like the main place that we are Mm -hmm. we do do the twitter yeah we have the twitter we have the twitter i just I keep forgetting. I, I'll be honest. I'm bad at. If you send me things there, I will. Set, I'll get them and I'll read them. I'm just bad yeah. at posting uh, things on there. I've yeah. I've I just I find Twitter like a little bit of a scary place sometimes. Yes. You know. Yeah. So in, I'm I'm happier on Instagram. Yes. So we've got all the goods, all the pictures and things on there, mm-hmm. and we are gonna get to TikToking. That yes, is my. I have. I'm so determined to crack to crack <laughs> our our TikTok. <laughs> I just when I'm trying to figure out like what. What kind, what kind of things would you guys like to see on our TikTok? That's Any great. suggestions yeah. would be really welcome because there's a plethora of animal content on TikTok. Yeah. So what, how, what are we going to do mm-hmm. is what I would like to know. So if you have thoughts or ideas, please let us know. Mm-hmm. And also we have merch. Yes. Which is very exciting. Yeah. Um, we have tops, T-shirts, um, and we have mugs. Cozy vibes. Mm-hmm. Put on your t-shirt when you're in the house, or wear it out of the house. But I like being in the house, so I put on my <laughs> t-shirt cold, when I'm yeah. in the house. <laughs> it's cold, so I put on my t-shirt when I'm in the house, and I make myself a cup of tea in my comfort creatures mug. It's yeah. the best size for a cup of tea. That's true. Is what I have to say about that. Uh, and I would recommend that. I would recommend that cozy moment for all of you. Yeah, have a cozy moment. Have a cozy moment on us. Um, Okay. Um, Well, then, until next week, I've been Alexis B. Preston.
I've been Ellen McLeod. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.